Welcome to the Colorado A-List. We're building a thriving business community based on generous leadership and authentic connections. I'm your host, Matt Brower, and today's episode is brought to you by Column Commercial Partners. Column Commercial Partners is a Colorado-based real estate company exclusively advocating for the tenant and buyer side of the table. If your company has real estate needs coming up, you can find them at www.columncommercial.com. Colorado A-List podcast. This is your host, Matt Brower. And today's guest is someone who is, uh, who I'm very excited about, is being very disruptive in the finance and technology sector. He's a thought leader in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space. In fact, his company, BXE Capital, is Colorado's first cryptocurrency asset management firm, which invests exclusively in digital assets like cryptocurrencies, and blockchain companies. He believes blockchain technologies are going to fundamentally change nearly every major market in the world. It's his company's mission to deploy capital into transformative digital assets while generating significant returns for their investors. Welcome to the show, Josh Finkelman. Matt, thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, taking the time. I'm excited to learn more about what you do and what makes you tick and and, uh, and all that great stuff. So, so just for my personal uh, you know, sake, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners, can you just give a quick, uh, I think most, most people have a, some familiarity with cryptocurrency and kind of what that is. Um, what I'm less clear on is how blockchain works, the whole blockchain technology. I know that goes beyond cryptocurrency. Um, can you give a high-level description of, of what that is to sure. start us out? Sure. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good question. So, so blockchain technology, this is just real, real high-level basic, is it's a uh, distributed uh, digital ledger that is immutable and, and transparent, right, that lives on the Internet. And, and, what, and it's, it's, it's um, the kind of the the solution that it solved is uh, is is something very simple in the sense of it it um, solved the double spend problem right where you um, say I have a digital token and I that token has value and I can send you that token what's to say I don't send somebody else the same token right the double spend and so blockchain technology with cryptography uh, solved that problem in an eloquent way, right? Where um, you have uh, that technology essentially, um, you know, allows uh, you to remove and uh, trusted third party intermediaries and replace that with cryptography and math. And so that can be applied um, across really just about any vertical out there because if you think about all the businesses in the world, well, all of them, for the most part, have a trusted third-party intermediary mm. between them, right? Like, so, like a title company in a real estate transaction, correct. for instance. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. So this technology, if you just want to pull back and look at broad strokes, what it does is it allows you to program incentives to remove trusted intermediaries. 
Okay? Uh-huh. And so think about like banking. Whenever you, if you've used Venmo to send to send money, well, there's an intermediary, right? You have banks and you have Venmo in between that transaction. Well, this technology can be leveraged, for instance, to remove those intermediaries, speed up transactions, lower the friction and the fees and what have you. So that's just very high level. Okay. Uh, you know, how you can leverage blockchain technology and what it is. Okay. And did I hear you right, or maybe I, I made up, uh, it sounded like cryptocurrency was invented before a blockchain technology was invented? So Satoshi Nakamoto, um, he, she, uh, them, no one really yeah. knows, in 2009 came out with the Bitcoin white paper. And in that, um, you know, that, 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 uh, <laughs> group or individual uh, created a blockchain and uh, came up with this elegant way to solve that double spend problem and really spawned on just uh, uh, you know a new industry right that we're all seeing this blockchain technology and and now you have all these um, you know brilliant entrepreneurs in this space uh, leveraging that technology in a similar fashion to solve real world problems. Right oh. and and um, in a, a facet of different ways, right and and currency like true kind of cryptocurrencies um, are kind of the monetary aspect of that, right? There's a lot of friction. What most what a lot of people don't realize there's a lot of friction in sending uh, value around the world, especially cross border payments. Mm. Well, this technology, blockchain technology, i.e., kind of distributed ledger technology, is really efficient at moving value around the world um, very cheaply and quickly with very little friction, mm. right? So you're seeing a lot of the early use cases for this technology um, kind of support the monetary. Uh, narrative, right, okay. around that. And then you'll expand out and you can leverage it, as you said, for title, right, uh, you know, transferring title quickly, supply chain management. I mean, there are so many practical applications, but right. kind of like the early days in, in, in TCP IP, right, the internet, one of the big kind of killer use cases was email, right? Well, one of the big killer use cases early on of blockchain technology is what I call, you know, MOIP, which is money over internet, being able to send money through the internet very efficiently and quickly, okay. right? And so you, that's, a, that's a very big narrative in this space and will continue to be so. Okay. And uh, just in my world, I, I attend a lot of industry-specific events, you know, thought leadership events, and just about every single one uh, during a Q&A period or, or if the leader or speaker is talking about the future of whatever industry they're in, blockchain seems to always come up as a, um, you know, something that will be disruptive and very influential in the future of whatever it is. So it, that's, it's pretty cool to it, learn more about it. Yeah, I mean, everyone in, in, you know, those groups that really understand the potential, like, this technology is, you know, is going to be as as instrumental and as pervasive as TCP/IP was for the internet. 
right? Okay. I mean, it's it's a game changer. What's it's TCP IP? So, so uh, it's the acronym internet for? protocol. Um, okay. You know that was the underpinnings of how the internet works, right? Okay. Um, I, I so, knew that. I just was the for the sake <laughs> of the listeners. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I had no clue what that meant. <laughs> no, no. Sure. And so you know, I equate blockchain technology with with something as uh, as much of a game changer that's going to kind of proliferate into our society and change the way we all operate. Um, it, but it's really early days, right? Yeah. So this is just the very beginning. And it's kind of like, you know, when you in the early 90s with the internet, right, where you, you, you pulled your phone jack out of the wall and plugged it into a modem and it, it was clunky and it took a long time. Yeah. Right? And I think a lot of us couldn't have foreseen you know, fast forward some, you know, 30 years later, like, wow, like, you know, Amazon.com and Netflix and streaming videos to your home and carrying around a supercomputer in your phone, right? Um, and I think we're in the very early days of blockchain technology. And I think 30 years from now, we're good, that technology is going to be pervasive and it's going to be, yeah. you know, utilized in ways that we really can't even foresee. Today, right. Yeah. Right. And it's going to disrupt, right, all those intermediaries around the world in so many different kind of interesting ways. Yeah. Wow. That, that reminded me of a conversation I was having last night with a good friend. And she just said, um, I just want to point out the fact right now that uh, I'm talking, my watch is talking to your car. <laughs> Our voices are being transferred through her watch and my car. Well, and I'm like, and if you think about it, like, so you, you've probably heard of like IoT, you know, yeah, uh, Internet right? of Things, yeah, Internet of Things, yeah. right? Where you're going to have, you know, billions of autonomous devices, right? Self-driving cars, i.e., yeah, um, and they all need to communicate and share data and pay for services between themselves. So this technology is going to be really instrumental in that. You right. Know? Yeah. Um, so, but again, it's very, very early days. Yeah. Um, so there's, you know, enormous opportunity here in this space. And one of the reasons why I'm, I'm in it and, and pioneering. Yeah. So let's, uh, perfect segue into kind of yeah. my next question is let's, Go back a few years, whenever uh, you got started on this particular journey, tell us more about your background, how sure. you, uh, how this became a passion of yours and how you s decided to kind of take it on. Sure. So I, um, you know, my background is kind of in accounting and finance and financial services and, um, you know, and, and and running companies, launching companies in 2000, I kind of launched my, the, the first company I had. Um, but but prior to launching the fund, um, I ran. I was fortunate enough to run a credit card payments company in town, and so I I, I became kind of a fintech, you know, expert, if you will, mm. um, in payments and and uh, banking and in you know kind of. Uh, all the ancillary uh, fintech businesses that that kind of support that space, and and I was you know and and I was very fortunate because I I got to really understand how the existing payments infrastructure works, mm -hmm. and most people think that that's an efficient um, you know infrastructure, and it's it's actually not. <laughs> that, that technology is like 
you know, 50 years old. Wow. And, and, you know, when you use your credit card, albeit, you know, on the surface, you use it and you say, oh, wow, that, that went through quickly. And, you know, if, if you, for the most part, if you're doing domestic payments, using your credit card in the United States, you know, works fairly well. Now, if you take that credit card and you go to Europe or Africa or what have you, that's where cross-border payments and you see, you know, issues happen, right? Yeah. Sometimes it works, it doesn't. You have cross-border fees, what have you. So, mm -hmm. And what most people don't realize is there are a lot of institutions that facilitate that credit card transaction, right? Um, so when you, say, go to Starbucks to buy your latte, right, um, that payment is facilitated through a lot of different groups, right? A lot of different intermediaries. Right. You know, you've got a, a card issuing bank, you've got an acquiring bank, you've got a processor, right. the card brands, right? Visa, MasterCard, Discover, um, typically an ISO. And they all help facilitate that payment and they slow down that transaction and they all take a, a cut, a transaction fee for that. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so that's it, on the surface, it appears very efficient to us, but it's actually very slow and it's actually expensive and there's a lot of friction. Right? So it sounds like there's so many layers uh, where, you know, intermediaries currently where everyone has to earn something to that's operate correct. their business. Okay. So using blockchain technology, right, you can remove those intermediaries. And you can speed up that transaction. You can reduce the fee structure dramatically hmm. and reduce the friction. And so in 2013, as I was running this payments company, a good friend of mine was just, you know, a, a serious Bitcoin maximalist. And he, and he took me out to lunch and he told me all about Bitcoin. He wouldn't shut up. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, all right. And I, I was, you know, I have to admit I was dismissive. Uh, I had heard, I'm like, well, isn't that kind of like fake internet money? And, <laughs> and so I, you know, he, he made me promise him I, 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 you know, research it. So I did. And I very quickly connected the dots. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is, this is going to completely change the payment space. And then you pull back and I'm like, wait a second, this is going to change banking stock exchanges, you know, title yeah. industry, the supply chain management. Yeah. And I thought, wow, like the practical applications of this technology are just, you know, are tremendous. Right. And so that's, that was my aha moment. Right. And then I've been really obsessed, <laughs> you know, ever since and learning about it. Um, and then fast forward, you know, a couple of years after that, I, I ended up leaving that company. I took some time off and um, and, you know, we we had kind of this ex the uh, this explosion of. Um, adoption happened in 2017. Yeah, and I remember the, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in the midst of that, I had the epiphany to launch Colorado's first, um, you know, true digital asset investment fund. Okay. And started working on that. Nice. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a I cool uh, kind of journey to <laughs> lead you uh, to where you are now. And um, so, uh, just I guess commenting further on something you just said is that I've even heard that anything regarding a contract of any kind, the blockchain technology has a potential to interject, you know, into to make things more efficient. Is that that's Yeah, true? that's a really, that's a great point. So you're talking about a smart contract. Yes. Right. So, 
So Ethereum came on the scene a couple years ago, and they were kind of the first smart contracts platform. And, um, and essentially, you know, you have a way to programmatically um, design a digital contract where if, say, you know, ABC happens, right, then CDE automatically happens. Mm. That contract is executed, right? And, um, and so, you know, the, the, we, <laughs> we, uh, we research and kind of like the estimated value of smart contracts worldwide is about a quadrillion dollars. <laughs> so it's a big opportunity. <laughs> and I do believe, you know, that's part of that disintermediation that's going to happen, right? So if you think about it, Right now, who do you use to, to, to design and write up a contract? An attorney. An attorney, right? Right, right around, right? You're millions of attorneys around the world. Well, you know, what if a group would make a, a very simple to use smart contract where you could write up your own contract and put it in a blockchain and it'll auto execute um, and you can remove, you know, like, you can disintermediate attorneys. Now, I'm not saying, you know, for all the attorneys out there, whoa. Um, I'm just, you know, this is a practical application. Right. right? Yeah. And I'm just giving you an example of yeah. what, you know, how that technology can be used. But I think it's going to be really, really big, yeah. you know, obviously. Well, that's, that's uh, very interesting. And, you know, what, where my mind goes with regard to that is there's always uh, disruption in every industry, and we can choose to embrace it or we can choose to resist it. I think uh, sometimes uh, it doesn't work well. I think over time, technology tends to have a positive impact overall in just about anything it touches, but, you know, not to... Uh... So I can comment on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so, you know, we've seen, like, you know, the, over the past 30 or 40 years, right, like we've seen these... these technological ways of innovation come about, right? Like computers. And then, um, and then we saw, right, the internet boom kind of in the 90s. Mm. Um, and and these, these quantum leaps in technology, they, they happen ever so often, right? And they, and they have to be demonstrably better than the established order of things, mm. right? And, and typically as well, like, you know, it, viral in nature, Right, so the internet was open source. It was open, and and those networks like that are are really viral. They're, right. they're very contagion. Right, they spread quickly, and so this technology is of that magnitude. Right, it's just really just software. And the interesting thing, and what I'm uh, what I think we're going to see is, you know, the computer revolution. That that took a long time to come about, as did the internet, because you had to build out the infrastructure for that, right? And that took time. You had to lay fiber optic cables, figure out how to put satellites up in the air, right? right. Create cell phone networks, create, right. a, create a miniature computer that we all carry around in our, in our pockets. Um, you know, with blockchain technology, it's for the most part, it's just software. That's it. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> so, it's a much more that, scalable yeah, and viral. it's a yeah. much faster, more scalable, and very viral um, technology that, I mean, think about just the magnitude of having a technology that can be used to disintermediate, like, a lot of things in the world and make our lives 
easier and and faster and make things cheaper, okay. right? And so that is going to be tremendously um, viral, and that is building up momentum and speed. Albeit, you know, you have these market cycles, right? And we're in kind of this. 13 to 14 month kind of bear market cycle but that that you know people are I think are way too focused on the price right of the market cap in this space and what they should be looking at what's the infrastructure that's being built out to scale this up mm. right globally and that infrastructure is on fire yeah I mean there are a tremendous amount of capitals flowing into this space tremendous amount of talented people coming into this space and building. And, you know, and there's always a delayed effect in that, right? You know, that, 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 those talented people, that capital coming into a space, they're building now and that takes time. And, right. But, you know, I'm, I'm convinced a few years from now, you're going to start to see those products come to fruition, get out into mainstream, start mainstream adoption and growth. And then you're really going to see, you know, the industry accelerate. Okay. Wow. Well, that's, uh, you kind of answered the next question that I had is, is, uh, you know, being a leader in this, in this space, uh, thought leader, is there anything that you want to kind of communicate? What I just heard is don't focus on the wrong thing, which is the current value of, you know, crypto or whatever, uh, focus on the infrastructure that's being built out in this type and the people that are getting involved, um, so. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my advice would be don't dismiss this. Yeah. That would be a mistake. Okay. Like, you know, you really should, you know, it would be the equivalent of dismissing the internet and saying, well, mail works, right? Yeah. I can put a letter There's in no the way mailbox. faxing is going away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or my beeper works, right? Like, yeah. Why, why, why use cell phones? Like, that, that, that would be a demonstrable mistake <laughs> right. in, yeah. in judgment. So, yeah. like, you know, I would, um, I would tell people, you know, do your own research. Like, dig in, you know, start getting involved in the local community. Learn about it and yeah. understand it. And I, I guarantee you'll have an aha moment where you'll, you'll understand the magnitude. And, and, you know, and that's why there are just every day there are more and more believers that mm-hmm. are coming into this space and building. Yeah. Um, and so get involved. You know, it's really going to, it's, you know, you're at the very beginning of, you know, uh, uh, a massive wave of innovation that's going to sweep the world. Are there any uh, communities here in Colorado that, you know, are, are active, uh, well-attended that you would encourage people to go get involved in? Yeah, you know, they, they, they're, there's a really robust community in, in Colorado and Denver. We were just, um, you know, uh, Al and I were, were just at, uh, at the Capitol in a kind of a blockchain uh, you know, uh, they're approving some some bills um, with regard to cryptocurrencies, oh. what have you. And so, you know, there's a really robust community here, and there are meetups all the time. Okay. Um, we just had ETH Denver uh, a couple weeks ago, which is a kind of Ethereum-based, uh, you know, big hackathon. Okay. Um, so there, you know, if you just Google, there are really happening on a regular basis, and there cool. are a lot of groups meeting that. Cool. So. For sure. Okay, so I want to shift gears a little bit and talk more about the the fact that you are a you know an entrepreneur, uh, but specifically a very disruptive entrepreneur. Can you um, uh, you know any advice? Can you give us any advice uh, for our listeners that are thinking of 
you know, having some sort of disruptive impact in whatever it is they are up to, uh, any industry that they might work in. Um, what advice would you give to somebody that's looking to start something that is potentially disruptive in their industry? Yeah, I think um, it sounds so trivial, but just follow your heart and passion. Like, that's the biggest advice. And for years, I didn't listen to that. I didn't do that. I, you know, I went where I thought, well, there would be, you know, a, a good, um, you know, there would be work for me. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I could support myself and my family. Right. Instead of that's like, important. It is right. <laughs> yeah, and I think you know we in the United, like you know, people in the United States, we get kind of caught up in that American dream, right? And chasing after um, you know financial security, and and you know, and I really it took me a long time to realize like just do what you're really passionate about, mm. and you'll be good at it, and you'll you'll end up probably being a leader and you'll end up probably having financial success right and like you know this to me this is not work I love this like, mm, I, wow. know, I, yeah. I would do this like you know I, I, I to various people I'll send out like kind of texts or emails at three in the morning because I wake up and now look at Twitter and you know and, and read because it's just where my interests lie right, right? I mean I you know I, I, I would do this anyways so then it 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 you know, your life takes on a whole different meaning and it's fun, right? And you're excited to wake up and right. you're charged all the time and you're passionate. And so that to me, you know, is really what, what, you know, life's about. And that's what I would tell other entrepreneurs to do, whatever that passion is, right? Okay. Um, you know, to, to pursue it and follow it. Um, and then you won't work a day in your life. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, and you, you touched on one a little bit, you didn't always approach life that way. Are there any other mistakes that you, you know, ha or decisions you made that you would have made differently throughout your journey that, um, you want to touch on? Yeah. I mean, I, too many that count. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, you, I, I would say probably what I had mentioned following the dollar as opposed to my heart and my okay. passion. You know, I did that for a long time. And, huh. uh, and I had moderate success with that, but not to the extent uh, that I have now, nor to, you know, being, uh, you know, as fulfilled and as happy as I am now. Okay. You know, and that was probably, the, you know, the biggest mistake that I made. I should, I should have done this, you know, 20 years ago. Right. Yeah. <laughs> found uh, something that you're passionate. Yeah, found something just follow my or heart. Or chase your follow passion and follow your heart. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever yeah. they were twenty some years ago. I mean, right now it's it's cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Right. What have you? But right. That that was uh, that's probably the biggest mistake. Okay. So, um, what's your long term vision for yourself or for BXE Capital? Where where are you in ten years from now when potentially this technology has been embraced by all? And, uh, you know, the vision that you have is, is achieved. What does that look like? Yeah. So, you know, for, for, for me right now, a lot of it's around educating people on the, the merits of the technology and how, how uh, big and universal this technology is going to be. 
um, and then, you know, helping people achieve their financial goals based off of that, right? Mm. And helping the ecosystem grow. So we have the opportunity, you know, we're fortunate enough that we can invest in projects, blockchain projects that we feel are going to be instrumental and impactful and infrastructure for building this out, legitimizing the space and, and, um, and you know, and, and helping to foster global adoption of the technology. So, um, so I want to help that. I want to help um, that happen, right, over the course of the next decade or two mm. um, and, um, and, and really be on the front lines and watch this kind of seminal moment, you know, play out, right? Right. Um, so I think, uh, and, you know, and along the way, there are different methodologies that I could deploy to do that. You know, right now we're a token fund. Um, we invest in the digital tokens themselves, but we could, you know, maybe at some point launch a venture capital fund um, oh. to right to to more do more traditional kind of early stage equity deals in blockchain companies and what have you. So there's a lot of ways that you can add value in the space, right. which you know we we're always kind of thinking about. Okay. So, um, and actually that reminded me, you and I originally met because you were speaking, you were educating a, a group of people, uh, me being one of them on, on all of this. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so I imagine you're always, uh, open to, you know, if any of our listeners are aware of an event, um, and the, you know, their audience might be interested, more interested in learning about this. Are you looking for opportunities yeah, like that? Always. Okay. I mean, I, you know, I, I love to, I travel around and speak at different events and conferences and what have you. So, you know, do podcasts and what have you. So anything that I can do to help educate people, um, you know, I'm, I'm all about. So happy right. to talk to anybody okay. um, or speak to, speak to any groups out there. What's the best way uh, folks can reach you? Yeah, I would say, you know, just send an email to IR at bxecapital.com. Um, that's kind of a general solicitation uh, email address where, okay. where people can reach out to us. You know, you can go to our website as well, bxecapital.com. Um, and there's, you know, some resources, some good information as well as kind of a, there's a resources page where people, we have put out uh, different types of resources for just learning about the technology, yeah. right? And what have you, that's a good starting point for folks. Great. Okay. And uh, just to wrap this up, we like to uh, throw out a few rapid fire questions so we can okay. get to know more about you personally. Okay. Uh, so uh, starting us off, uh, who is your hero? Uh, I'd say Elon Musk. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's tremendous. I mean, he's fearless and, and you know, uh, and I think has fallen his passion and his dreams, right? And yep. he's really changing the world. And so, yep. you know, I have a tremendous amount of admiration for him. Great. Uh, favorite news sources? Uh, this is funny. Twitter. Okay. Twitter's fantastic. I mean, you know, you follow all the people in the crypto space, all the big kind of notable uh, people in the space, and then they tweet kind of real-time information. So it's a tremendous source of kind of real-time news um, out there. So that's my <laughs> one of my go-tos, interestingly cool. enough. Yeah. And then uh, how about a favorite book that you have? 
<laughs> so Richard Branson is also kind of a hero of mine. So uh, he wrote a kind of autobiography called Losing My Virginity huh? uh, years ago. And it's a great read. You know, it's kind of fascinating. Cool. Um, I've not heard about that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I, I'm yeah, a it's huge really, fan of it's, him. It's a great, great, colorful, you know, roller coaster ride. So I suggest, you know, you, you, uh, you read that. That or Shoe Dog. This is the Nike, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Phil Knight, his kind of autobiography. Yeah. That was a great book as well. Cool. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite quote? I do. Uh, so Winston Churchill once said, those who forget the lessons of history are doomed to repeat the tragedies of the past. Ooh. And that's true. That is very true. <laughs> kind of yeah. words I live by. Yes. So, yeah, so that's my favorite quote. Cool. And then how about a favorite technology that you use? <laughs> Blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy one, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, last question, what's your favorite way to unwind? Uh, probably trail running. Huh. Yeah, yeah, getting outside and, you know, doing some trail running. It's nice to clear my thoughts. Cool. So. That's great. Well, that wraps us. Uh, very much appreciate you being here. Great. Thanks. Matt. And uh, again, it. this is uh, the Colorado A-List podcast. We are, uh, we have a vision of creating a thriving business community based on generous leadership and authentic connections. Thank you very much for your uh, generous leadership today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.